0: Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Hi and welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Welcome. Another Mm.
1: big week. It is a big week in the Hillier household and in the world especially in the musical world, Kevin. In the world. I know you love a good musical. In the world. And our guest this week, Tom no, you Gleisner. No, you know I, I know. don't like
0: musicals.
1: Not, well, I'm not a, I won't say you don't, I don't You like don't quite them. understand why someone would break out in song in the middle of especially a depressing type uh, situation. Yes,
0: Yes, yes it, is, it is a bit strange. Well, I a quite
1: bit... I quite like it, and our guest this week is all about and all over it because Tom Gleisner, who you might know from wonderful Australian movies such as The Dish, such as The Castle, such as host of Have You Been Paying Attention? He is... Well, he has written a musical. Yeah. This is a, a real foray into something different for him.
0: Yeah, they've always done different things. The uh, the the working dog people, and uh, you know, from fishing shows to yes. uh, to all sorts of a uh, uh, thank God you're here and the panel and all those uh, big shows they've done the front line everything. Yep. But this is a real departure. Tom's written the lyrics uh, to this, and the musical is opening next week at the uh, at the Playhouse at the Melbourne Theatre Company. It's
1: called Bloom, and mm. uh, not to give too much away, but it's centred on aged care, which is something. Which is front and center in the media here yeah, in is. Australia right now, not always for positive reasons, but there can be so many positives when it comes to uh, to aged care, and this is what uh, what Tom has explored. Yep,
0: we'll get into uh, that in just a minute. And a reminder about our food poll, which of oh, course is yes. up every Friday on uh, all our social media platforms. You can find our food poll, and it usually is uh, you know a choice of one against the other, as it is this week, and a controversial one from the oh, fruit department. It's
1: very, very controversial, Kevin. Very.
0: Perry. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm
1: doing all the jokes oh. this week. Really, I missed my calling.
0: No, leave that for Tom.
1: Oh. Uh, so it
0: is strawberries.
1: Versus raspberries. Yes. Ugh, you know you know which way I go on that. Well, and I go the same way, I'll to be honest. I'll talk about it later. We'll get to the poll shortly, but first,
0: it. Tom Gleisner. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier.
1: In terms of uh, Tom Gleisner in the kitchen, how do you shape up? I
2: think I'm, I, I, I rang myself pretty highly. Um, I've, I've, I've had a challenge, I guess, um, over, the, over the years. My wife is, wait for it, fructose intolerant. Are we, are we familiar with this term?
1: I have a friend who's fructose intolerant <laughs> and it certainly um, impedes uh, her on a daily basis.
2: Well, I, I thought it was, a, it was the end of any cooking because for, for my wife it's main onion and garlic are the two kind of killer ingredients, and name a recipe that does not begin with the phrase, (laughs) chop and fry some onion and garlic.
1: Yeah. So true.
2: Gee whiz. So that is a challenge. So how how did you tackle that? Kevin, a good question. And I'm going to give you the answer. It's all in my cookbook. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I've, I've come to learn, I reckon we so overused both those ingredients. And, and whilst, you know, absolutely give me, give me fr- the smell of fried onion and garlic. It, it, uh, it's a bit of a sledgehammer, I reckon, in, in cooking. And um, you can get around around it. For example, finely dice some carrot and celery and a bit of cracked pepper and olive oil. And, it's not the same, but it's it's not a million miles away.
1: Hey Tom, let's uh, check in with what you're you're up to at the uh, the moment. Uh, we don't the, want
2: more of my carrot and celery. I well,
1: we, <laughs> might, we might revisit further down the track <laughs> when we for ask you blog. about your daily your daily fan. habits.
0: Carrot and celery so riveting, but never mind. Uh, <laughs>
1: we'll come back to it. <laughs> but look, you're you're well versed in terms of uh, of writing uh, for television and in uh, for film. But I guess this is a, a musical. Is is something of a uh, a Steep learning curve for you. Tell mm-hmm. us about Bloom. You're in rehearsals. You're close to the pointy end. Close to the first uh, preview showing. Uh, how's it all looking? And how are you feeling?
2: Uh, I'm I'm feeling very excited. Um, uh, I think it's a like a very long pregnancy. If that's a, if that's an <laughs> analogy that would uh, resonate with anyone, like it's a bit of can we just get this baby out because it has been quite a few years. I I um I think everybody who's ever worked on a musical will tell you. Uh, just how long it takes it's such a sort of big beast to get up and it's been it's been probably five or six years that I've been um, playing around with with the idea for bloom so it's very exciting to now finally be at the pointy end
0: so it started uh, you wrote the book and then the the book is developed into into the musical is that how is that how it worked
2: that's that's pretty much it in in uh, in musical theatre terms, Kevin. The, the book is kind of the script, the the, the non singing bits, I suppose, the story. Yeah, yeah. And it uh, yes, it it um it was a, com- a combination of two things. Um, I've spent a lot of time kind of around the world of aged care in the last decade or so. But my dad, both my parents in law, um, spent quite a few years in in various uh, nursing homes. I kind of got to know the world pretty well, um, and realised you know what what um i guess how how important the quality of care uh, is you know we've all heard the horror stories and in fact there's there's been a royal commission um yeah. uh, about just how bad things have got but even even when things are going pretty well um, the, the difference that a, a quality carer can make to the life of a resident has become so manifest to me over, over many, many visits. Uh, so it was a world I was familiar with and, you know, interested in. And then I read a, um, a story about a scheme in, in fact, it was in the Netherlands. Um, a Dutch nursing home were offering local college students free board in return for them helping out as carers. And I thought that'd make, that'd make a a good musical and hence, um, bloom began.
0: Yeah. Now your part of the musical part of it is writing the lyrics. So you're the Bernie Taupin of this project. Is that how it works?
2: <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's correct. And uh, Elton John is, um, a wonderful composer by the name of Katie Weston. And, uh, I heard some of Katie's, uh, stuff well, you know, five or six years ago. Um, she's a, a composer and in fact, a, a singer herself. And, um, so I, I reached out to her and said, you know, I've, I've got this idea. Are you interested? And really thinking that I oh, will knock this together and, you know, a couple of months from now we'll be on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I mean, obviously the pandemic kind of uh, came along, so that that slightly slowed things down. But nonetheless, a, a, a long process. of We've written a heap of songs that are not in the show. Um, the show was ridiculously long. And, of course, I, can, I come from a film and television background, so so the kind of restrictions of, of stage are new to me. I think the original cast... To Bloom was somewhere north of 40 um, and and it it may have involved a car chase at one point. So we've had to kind of work our way through that and and bring it back to the the, uh, sort of hour 40 that it is right now. You mentioned,
1: Tom, that the uh, the subject of of aged care is is something of a hot potato politically at the minute. So it really is an issue that is is, uh, front and centre to which so many of us, such as yourself included, can relate.
2: Yeah, that, look, that is true. Everyone, just about everyone, I think, who's been involved with Bloom, either uh, on stage or behind the scenes, has their own personal story of either a parent or a grandparent in care. And, and I'm, uh, Bloom, don't get the wrong idea, Bloom, Bloom is not a sort of a, a you know... Um, it's a sort of depressing uh, manifesto about uh, the inadequacies of the aged care system. Um, obviously, that that's there in the background, but it's it's a it's a big hearted comedy. Um, I didn't set out to make a four corners uh, expose. <laughs>
1: no, there there is um, wonderful evidence of um of. People in aged care homes mixing with uh, with young, um, even toddlers, young young children, um, and and amazing um, results in terms of um, their uh, their well being and their their satisfaction with life.
2: That's very true, Sarah. And and when we think about it, the, the aged care model is a kind of Artificial one to, to have anywhere where it's just one generation or living together. You think of the classic, you know, European households where there was you know three, sometimes even four generations living under the one roof. And, and whilst of course that may not be practical, um, the the notion that you know that a little toddler can be sitting on the on the lap of a of a, a nonna is is such a such a lovely one, and, and sadly one that we've sort of drifted away from a bit.
0: Yeah. What uh, what's it like to have someone uh, your words? I mean, you're used to your words being spoken by other people in in television and and in in the films that you've done, but to have someone standing on stage singing
2: words that you've <laughs> created that must be that must be really different. It, it is, and, and quite thrilling too, because uh, I think um, musicals have this advantage that they they pack this emotional heft that even the best written couple of lines on the page can never quite get to um if you if if the lyrics are, are half decent and, and the music is is wonderful um, you, you, it takes it to Takes it to another level. Although I, I have come to realize over the journey, there are some people who just don't get musicals, and uh, I, I, under, I really do understand that. Um, probably more a more a guy thing that they just go, "Why? why? Hang on, they're, they're talking and now they're singing. What? What the?" And yeah. it, where, where do you sit on that, Sarah? You, oh, my,
1: well, it's funny you ask. My favourite movie of all time is oh. Oliver, um, and Ooh. I have a close girlfriend who refuses to watch it with me because she says there is no reason why anyone should break out into song in such a depressing mm. setting and be so mm. jolly about, you know, the, the London slums. There's nothing to be happy about and it is, um, it she is doesn't get
2: Absolutely. It. No, it's, as I say, people don't get it and I do understand that. There's, a, there's an old um, saying with the, the classic Broadway musicals that um, they would say that uh, when people were in love they would sing and when they wanted to have sex, they would dance. And that was, that was kind of the – dancing him. Yep.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, did you work that into the script here anywhere? <laughs> that was the odd dance. Yeah.
1: You're, you're not a massive fan of musicals, are you, Kevin? Not, no, not,
0: no. Uh, no. And for the, that exact same reason, that in the middle of, you know, a, a, a scene in a uh, aged care facility, why would you break out into, <laughs> and the world is
2: a beautiful place? No, no, no. I do, I absolutely, and I do. Um, like uh, me, Kevin, you probably attended a lot of opening nights over the journey because when you're in the media, you kind of get invited to. And I do. I, I go to them and I, I look at the room and I go, "There's people. There's there's ex AFL footballers in here who are in for a long night uh, <laughs> because it's just clearly going to baffle them as to why why we're doing this." Yeah,
1: Tom, you're you're well used to being in front of the camera and behind the scenes. Um, is there a particular happy place for you
2: look i'm i'm really privileged that that what i get to do these days with uh, with my colleagues rob sitch and sandra Chalera is try new things you know we we've got to a point where we, we we've made films we've made a lot of tv we've written books we've written a play you know um so i think we're now at the point where where it's just a, a real privilege to try something fresh i love musicals and so this is something i wanted to to try so I guess right now w- watching bloom take shape is 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 really exciting for me. Um but I, I I do love the every Monday night to be standing at the podium and doing uh, have you been paying attention is a, is a, another high point of my week. I'm 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 genuinely very lucky.
0: So Rob Sitch, Santo Chilaro, Tom Gleisner, is there is there a boy band about to be <laughs> launched?
2: No, that that's one thing we share is none of us are particularly musical in the sense that we don't sing. We all we all have defined musical tastes and opinions, but it's yeah, it's interesting. Jane Kennedy now Jane, um, our uh, working dog colleague, uh, she could sing, so we we tended to handball anything vaguely musical to her over the journey. <laughs>
0: is coffee still a big part of your life? I know it was in uh, breakfast radio times. Tom, is yeah. it is it still
2: uh, get you started of a morning? Coffee is coffee is huge. C- catering in general, I think. Um, <laughs> Uh, whilst uh, I look look back to when we shot the castle, we had a very limited budget, and we said we would shoot until the catering budget ran out. And I think we got to about eleven days, and it was like, okay, coffee machine's dry, <laughs> let's stop. Um, and that's it, it has always been a sort of a, at the heart of what we do.
1: I think uh, Rob Sitch shared with us yeah, on did. the set of the uh, the castle that it was um quite innovative in terms of they had a well a, a barista, <laughs> which was quite mm-hmm. unheard of at the time the movie was made.
2: Well, I'll, I'll go further. I think um, aftercast we, we did a no. I forget the chronology, but we we did a series for ABC called Frontline, and um, it was an ABC show, so ABC budget. And um, but we realised if we wrote something into the scene, then we could often get it kind of. Uh, and keep it. And I think we wrote we wrote a scene where Mike Moore, Rob Sitch's character, Mike Moore, um, ordered a, a big espresso machine, and of course it was it couldn't work it, and it was noisy and interrupted meetings and things. And I think that was our first um, our first bit of contra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> first official bit of contra. Thank you. Um, have you got a Have you got a signature dish that you go to uh, in in the kitchen that you can whip up? That's you know the Tom Gleisner
2: special. <laughs> Mm, um. I I've been on TikTok lately, and I'm drowning in, in the great recipes. Often they they leave out like minor information, such as exactly how much um, of any ingredient you put in, because it's everything has to be compressed to a minute. But I'm getting a lot of good ones there. I stumbled across a great slow roast lamb. Um, and it's, I, I love, you know, you put it in the oven, it's, I think this one's like six hours at 150. It's a, a lamb's shoulder with the bone in. Thank you. And um, one of the things that's great about it is it just fills the house with that beautiful smell all day. You whack it on just after lunch and it feels like dinner is just around the corner all afternoon. <laughs>
1: have you got a sweet tooth, Tom, and do you have any um, guilty pleasures?
2: Oh, I massive sweet tooth, Sarah. I love a meringue. And I'm I, and I'm fascinated by because there's a weird alchemy to them that they say depending on the weather, the humidity, the the what the eggs when the eggs were laid, you you, know, you get a different result every time you make meringues. And I, I, while well, some people would be frightened by the lack of consistency, I I kind of uh, embrace it. It's
0: wonderful. Opening night, you uh, you're having a uh, opening night cocktail party for Bloom, or what's the what's the situation
2: there, Tom? That's interesting, Kevin. I, I, I believe I saw on the schedule that uh, just the word drinks, so that really <laughs> could be anything from a couple of um pepsis and a you know half an orange juice i don't I, but i'm assuming there will be some some sort of function after i think it's july 18 we do we do have an official opening night uh, uh, at the playhouse at, in melbourne at the melbourne theatre company and um yes hopefully if uh, if there's an audience still there at the end we can we can gather <laughs> and uh, celebrate
0: is it scary is is, is that i mean uh, are you filled with anxiety about it or are you really comfortable about how it's kind of all come together
2: no, look, I think I am I am um uh nervous because I think there's a lot of me in this is it's a quite a quite a personal project. Um so I, I, I guess if, you know, if if large numbers of people didn't like it, I, I I would struggle not to take that to heart. But I I've also learned over over the journey making so many things. If if, if you love it, if it's something that's special to you, just get it out there. And um, you know, otherwise you can kind of uh, uh, be paralyzed by um you know, self doubt. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd rather try and fail than, than than not have a go. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey Tom, we we touched just before on uh, on the castle, and it, look, you have co-written um, some of Australia's most memorable fil- films. We'll put the uh, the dish in there as well oh, as another yes. favourite. I mean, at the time, could you did you have any um, any idea that they would not only end up being as huge as they were, but as well loved as they are today?
2: No is the is the simple answer, and I think that applies to everything we've done. We we just put it out there and and kind of hope. Even I even um, I remember the original series of uh, Thank God You're Here that that opening that opening night. We thought people might hate this um, or not or not. You just you never know. The Castle was a very slow burn. People's memories tell them that it was this blockbuster hit, but in fact it went out in very Um, limited number of cinemas and it was real word of mouth someone saw it and told two people who saw it who told four people and it and it and it just grew over many many weeks in a way that really wouldn't happen anymore because cinemas are a bit more ruthless these days if a film doesn't open big as they say it gets pushed aside and the next one gets brought in but maybe there was just not much around at the time but the car sort of slowly um Slowly found an, an audience, and yes, as I say, was almost it was pre-internet, so it was genuinely was word of mouth. But the fact that it's it's lived on, and that um, people still hold it uh, with in such great affection, and um, I, I'll often you know get people. Uh, talk to me about it and they'll, they'll quote lines from the film often lines that, that were not in the film um kind of <laughs> <stuff over> the- <laughs> but what do you do you um you know, uh, you guess you just have to uh, you, they'll say you know you know my favorite line and i kind of tense <laughs> up slightly going well, i hope it's from the film um generally it is but every, every now and then we, we get we get you know crocodile Dundee or something and it's fine we'll <laughs> yeah
0: it. that's not
2: a knife um, exactly uh,
0: uh, 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 as a hunter and gatherer and you were at one stage in one of those series that you did with rob but uh, you're out fishing and stuff. Are you still you still uh, fishing? And do you uh, is there a fish recipe you
2: can share with us? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Well, the short answer, Rob and I still go fly fishing. We we, oh, we love doing that over summer. We uh, you're referring to a series we made for the ABC many years ago called A River Somewhere. Yep. Um, yeah, we still do it. We just don't take the camera crew with us. Um, fish, oh, gee, I I find um, anything. I, I find something like um, salmon with um, uh, like that panko breadcrumb stuff is it mm. basically. Uh, basically, I'm talking battered fish. Let's not kid ourselves here. Everything tastes better battered and um, <laughs> something something like that, or with a with a, a Japanese kind of um, or miso paste and a bit of soy. And I, I love I love that because a bit. I get a bit mad scientist. I just try we'll put some mirin in and maybe on a little bit of dash of this. What's this rice wine vinegar? Expired <laughs> eight years ago. It doesn't matter. That in that goes and whack it in the oven and it, it tends to be excellent. Yeah.
0: Uh, very good. Tom, uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Bloom uh, opens uh, on, on Tuesday, Tuesday night. Good luck with the opening. Good luck with the musical. It's a it's a, a big step and uh, I hope it's very successful for you. And we look forward to seeing much more of you on Have You Been Paying Attention? I'm, I'm sure uh, Sampang will uh, uh, put you in a retirement village sometime soon.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Tom.
0: Thank you,
2: Sarah. Thanks, Kevin. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier.
0: Bloom the musical mm. it opens uh, on Tuesday night at the uh, at the Playhouse uh, in Melbourne uh, and uh, we'll have a season uh, and then you never know might uh, might finish up on the screen might all sorts of things Sounds might happen Yeah good to he's a very
1: clever man. Yeah
0: good luck to him. It's a, it is a big uh, big step to take.
1: But let's progress to the food poll for this week Kevin Right-o. where we've got strawberries up against raspberries not that anyone would care but I have a lifelong aversion to Can raspberries. Can you explain that? Yes, I will. Thank you. With great fervour. <laughs> because when I was a child. Did you um, think we
0: were going to get out of this podcast? And my without dad her used to
1: drive from Melbourne to Sydney to visit my relatives every year. Yeah. We did that big long road trip. My mum, one time, packed a uh, plastic bottle of Kiora raspberry cordial, you know, topped it up. Not. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and that was for me to sip on that in the back It so was sweet. It was very sweet. Oh, I very, remember that. Almost chemically sweet, I yes, thought. Yes, it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, And all I remember from that trip is um, is vomiting for the entirety of the trip. And from that day, Kevin, I've not been able to face raspberries in any way, shape or form. So the cordial puts you off yes. the fruit and, and the lollies and anything? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. I won't have fresh. I won't have lollies. I won't have it anyway.
0: I can't find a way that I like raspberries apart from, I mean, a very exotic mm. dessert where other things are in it. It's not they go
1: very that... well with white chocolate, but so you're not a white chocolate no, person. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm
0: not. All right, let's find out, let's find out what the people said. Oh, not, yes. Not what, it, what we're pontificating about. All
1: right, right. I'll start with Daniel, who okay. says strawberries all the way for him.
0: Rob Elliott says both. Oh. Add, add blueberries, coconut yogurt, granola, toasted oh. almond flakes, and a drizzle of honey... And there's breakfast. Oh, that's
1: a very exotic Noosa breakfast for you. Can I you? just say, you have to be
0: a multi-millionaire board game <laughs> yeah. inventor living in Noosa to appreciate that, I think.
1: Ah, uh, Angela Pippos has just given us a picture of three strawberries.
0: And Rebecca Madden's just given us raspberries.
1: Now, this one's got me curious, Jim Wilson, our mate Jim, <laughs> yeah. because Jim says, strawberries in a canter because raspberry seeds annoy me. But isn't it the other way around? Isn't it the strawberries that have the seeds? Raspberries don't have seeds. Well,
0: Troy Casadale says, I can't. Do raspberry seeds either?
1: Where is the seeds in the raspberries? I, I'm not a, do I look like a raspberry expert? I people complain about getting the um, <laughs> the seeds from the r- strawberries in their teeth. Right, eh? Brad Spicer says strawberries by the length of the straight. Oh, I think that's the Flemington Strait.
0: It is, and Merv Hughes says strawberries by the length of the oh.
1: straight. <laughs> Steve Bastoni says both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: both Merv Hughes and Brad Spicer. Uh,
1: Joe Garrett the Doc says strawberries. Miss Sandy Cracks strawberries. Old Crokey says,
0: as we don't grow the most flavoursome strawberries in Australia... I'm voting for flavour by choosing raspberries for this one. He's
1: right, they are hit and miss, the strawberries, aren't they? Depending where Mm. you get them from. Alan says strawberries.
0: Speaking of that, Andrew says strawberries are hit and miss. (laughs) Always dodgy ones in the punnet. I hate that. Yes. How many dodgy raspberries have you ever
1: eaten? Yes, a squashed strawberry which is obscured from the rest and you only find it after you've purchased said punnet. Yes. Sue Landry says raspberries. Sorry, Sarah. See, she understands. She She understands my trauma.
0: She's had to sit through the trauma of your road trip to Sydney. <laughs> Rebecca says, both have their place, but I think strawberry.
1: Terry, Daniel, I love them both. But today for the poll, I will vote. Raspberries.
0: Ah, love those swinging berry voters. Yes. Uh, Bart says by themselves, raspberries all the way. Mm,
1: I've heard they're nice on their own. Sylvana, strawberries all the way. Joylene says strawberries for me, especially with cream. (gasps) Oh, very, very Wimbledon of you. (laughs) Artie says, uh, oh, now you're talking. Both in bulk, add blueberries and blackberries, and you have my full and undivided attention and gratitude. There
0: you go. Karen says strawberries. Sue
1: Hoskins. Strawberries
0: for me. Stephen says two very fond memories of both. Uh, For one day over a drop or two, we'll go through that.
1: But (laughs) it's raspberries all the way for me. Yes. Cindy Warren, strawberries, but they must be either soaking in champagne or dipped in chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Joe says strawberries. Kim and Dale, raspberries. Helen says raspberries. Daz Smith, pass on both. And the votes
0: are in. Right. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Both fifteen percent. Raspberry forty per cent. And strawberry forty five percent. So neither can neither can run the country on their own. They have to pair up with something else. You're yeah. saying
1: the raspberry pipped the strawberry. No,
0: no, no. Strawberry pipped the raspberry. Well you just for- said
1: that raspberry won. No, you for- did yes you no, did. did. Well, yes I, you did. Well if
0: I did I take it back.
1: <laughs>
0: strawberry wins by a forty five to forty. Hmm. Did I say raspberry?
2: You did. As you'll find.
1: Uh, uh, An apology will be forthcoming. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm sorry.
0: I'll do the votes again. Both 15, raspberry 40, strawberry 45.
1: Love your work, Kevin. Right.
0: Now, even my maths, which isn't the best these mm. days, uh, tells me that strawberry wins. Yes. There you go.
1: My maths is great. Two level at Your best. maths is terrible.
0: <laughs> you, you're the worst maths ever. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I
1: can't dispute that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ten, oh. 10 out of f- 750,000 people have got worse maths than you. Not many, though. Uh, so the strawberries win, but only, 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 just. only just. Only just.
1: Yes. With a spot of cream or in a cheesecake?
0: Yep. Very nice. Or uh, yeah, very Wimbledon. You're right too. Mm. Yeah, because that's what we're going through. Cost
1: an money. arm and a leg to uh, buy strawberries and cream at Wimbledon. Th- thanks to Tommy Gleisner Cheers. for being on uh, on our
0: program. Uh, good luck to him with uh, with Bloom, the musical, mm. opening uh, next week uh, in Melbourne at the Playhouse. And of course, have you been paying attention every Monday night on uh, on Channel 10s Good Show? Mm. Uh,
1: I'll see you next time. I'm excited, Big Kev.
0: Oh, you are not. I am. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier.